Sunday blessings to you all. This is the Lord's Day, the day of resurrection that commences a new week and offers a new opportunity to be drawn by grace more deeply into the paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. Through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, may each of us graciously respond to Jesus' invitation to live more deeply his passion, death, and glorious resurrection and ascension and be drawn into loving communion with God our Father. You are listening to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast on the third Sunday of Advent. Guiding us this Sunday in opening the Word of God is a familiar voice, St. Gregory of Nyssa. He was born in 335 in modern-day Turkey and grew up in a very devout Christian family, although he did not necessarily share the zeal of his parents and notably Macrina, his older sister. In time, however, Gregory's Christian fervor grew as his older brother, St. Basil the Great, who was the Metropolitan Bishop of the province of Caesarea, convinced him to accept ordination as a bishop. Basil, his younger brother Gregory, and a dear friend, Gregory of Nazianzus, became known as the Cappadocian Fathers. Not only were the trio able to defend the true divinity and true humanity of Jesus, the two Gregories were very influential at the Council of Constantinople in the year 381. On this third Sunday of Advent, we listen to an excerpt from Gregory of Nyssa's On the Baptism of Christ. The lover of good things must yet not neglect what follows. The people of the Hebrews, as we learn, after many sufferings, and after accomplishing their weary course in the desert, did not enter the land of promise until it had first been brought, with Joshua for its guide and the pilot of its life, to the passage of the Jordan. But it is clear that Joshua also, who set up the twelve stones in the stream, was anticipating the coming of the twelve disciples, the ministers of baptism. Again, that marvelous sacrifice of the old Tishbite that passes all human understanding, what else does it do but prefigure in action the faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and redemption? 
For when all the people of the Hebrews had trodden underfoot the religion of their fathers and fallen into the error of polytheism, and their king Ahab was deluded by idolatry with Jezebel of ill-nomined name as the wicked partner of his life and the vile prompter of his impiety, the prophet filled with the grace of the Spirit, coming to a meeting with Ahab, withstood the priest of Baal in a marvelous and wondrous contest in the sight of the king and all the people. And by proposing to them the task of sacrificing the bullock without fire, he displayed them in a ridiculous and wretched plight vainly praying and crying aloud to gods that were not. At last, himself invoking his own and the true God, he accomplished the test proposed with further exaggerations and additions. For he did not simply by prayer bring down the fire from heaven upon the wood when it was dry, but exhorted and enjoined the attendants to bring abundance of water. And when he had thrice poured out the barrels upon the cleft wood, he kindled at his prayer the fire from out of the water, that by the contrariety of the elements, so concurring in friendly cooperation, he might show with superabundant force the power of his own God. Now, herein, by that wondrous sacrifice, Elijah clearly proclaimed to us the sacramental rite of baptism that should afterwards be instituted. For the fire was kindled by water, thrice poured upon it, so that it clearly shone that where the mystic water is, there is the kindling, warm, and fiery spirit that burns up the ungodly and illuminates the faithful. Yes, and yet again his disciple Elisha, when Naaman the Syrian, who was diseased with leprosy, had come to him as a suppliant, cleanses the sick man by washing him in the Jordan, clearly indicating what should come both by use of water generally and by the dipping in the river in particular. For Jordan alone of rivers, receiving in itself the first fruits of sanctification and benediction, conveyed in its channel to the whole world, as it were, from some fount in the type afforded by itself, the grace of baptism. These, then, are the indications in deed and act of regeneration by baptism. 
Let us, for the rest, consider the prophecies of the words and language. Isaiah cried, saying, Wash you, make you clean, put away evil from your souls. And David, draw near to him and be enlightened, and your faces shall not be ashamed. And Ezekiel, writing more clearly and plainly than them both, says, And I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be cleansed from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I give you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and my spirit will I put within you. Most manifestly also does Zechariah prophesy of Joshua, who was clothed with the filthy garment, to wit the flesh of a servant, even ours, and stripping him of his ill-favored raiment, adores him with the clean and fair apparel, teaching us by the figurative illustration that truly in the baptism of Jesus, all we, putting off our sins like some poor and patched garment, are clothed in the holy and most fair garment of regeneration. And where shall we place that oracle of Isaiah, which cries to the wilderness, Be glad, O thirsty wilderness! Let the desert rejoice and blossom as a lily, and the desolate places of Jordan shall blossom and rejoice. For it is clear that it is not to places without soul or sense that he proclaims the good tidings of joy, but he speaks by the figure of the desert, of the soul that is parched and unadorned, even as David also, when he says, My soul is unto you as a thirsty land, and my soul is thirsty for the mighty, for the living God. So again the Lord says in the Gospels, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And to the woman of Samaria, Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. And the excellency of Carmel is given to the soul that bears the likeness to the desert, that is, the grace bestowed through the Spirit. For since Elijah dwelt in Carmel, 
and the mountain became famous and renowned by the virtue of him who dwelt there. And since, moreover, John the Baptist, illustrious in the spirit of Elijah, sanctified the Jordan, therefore the prophet foretold that the excellency of Carmel should be given to the river. And the glory of Lebanon, from the similitude of its lofty trees, he transfers to the river. For as great Lebanon presents a sufficient cause of wonder in the very trees which it brings forth and nourishes, so is the Jordan glorified by regenerating men and planting them in the paradise of God. And of them, as the words of the psalmist say, ever blooming and bearing the foliage of virtues. The leaf shall not wither, and God shall be glad, receiving their fruit in due season, rejoicing like a good planter in his own works. And the inspired David, foretelling also the voice which the Father uttered from heaven upon the Son at his baptism, that he might lead the hearers, who till then had looked upon the lowest state of his humanity, which was perceptible by their senses, to the dignity of nature that belongs to the Godhead, wrote in his book that passage, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, the voice of the Lord in majesty. St. Gregory of Nyssa, pray for us. Let us pray. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's Nativity, enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. <laughs>